0: Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning, I'm good Michelle. Morning. I'm Eric. How are you? I'm good. Good. Okay, well, it is the day after Mother's Day and the it day is? after a big fun weekend, right? Yeah, it
1: was a good. It was a very fun weekend, especially here in our little neighborhood. You know, we had a, an Esperanza Fest for the housing development, and then there was a block party after that, and then well, we first
0: were, we had a staff party on Friday night. That's right. Your yeah, staff. I
1: forgot about that. Yeah, oh, we had goodness.
0: a great. Uh, yeah, it's the most social we've been in probably ever since <laughs> yeah. the pandemic. Um, Friday night we had a staff party, which was great at yeah, our communications director's home, mm-hmm. and then. Saturday we had yes like you said we our neighborhood uh, development put on a big party on the lawn and then after that our other neighbors put on a big party, yep, in, a big old block party. in their yeah. lawn where there was karaoke and water slides and so much fun and then yesterday was mother's day.
1: Yeah yesterday was mother's day and it was a good day you, you made know, a very if, nice dinner. Yeah, Steaks well thank you. Thanks. Yes, yeah, you know I was uh, I appreciate that because for some reason, I, I have an amazing ability to either burn or undercook steak. But I, I don't think I got know it this time. Why so you always say happen.
0: that? I don't think that's really true. No, there I was don't. a period where burgers were kind of rough for you. Yeah, that was long ago though.
1: Yeah, well, it yeah. still lives I've, in my memory.
0: Okay, yes. because I think it's fine. Um, anyway, so we had a very nice time, yeah. very nice time with kids. I got to talk to also my oldest, who's almost coming home from college. Yay. Well, actually, she's got like two weeks left, but um, or so. Everybody's wrapping up, so that's what one thing we do want to say is we are also going to wrap up for a little bit. This will be our last episode, just so that we can get through graduation and getting Sophie home and all the things that summer brings. <laughs> yeah, it's well. a
1: busy, it's a busy stretch of weeks here because yeah. you know we've got the. Uh, we've got the, the kids, um, finishing school mm-hmm. and then we have a, Tests, a senior graduating nights, yes. and then we have, you know, a daughter coming home. And so of mm-hmm. course you got to get the house all ready for the graduation party and Company stuff. So coming. It's a busy, busy yes. couple weeks here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we'll take a little break from the podcast. We will uh, keep you up to date and send you an email and stuff when we start again, but today, so we're wrapping up this common sense in a crazy world series and right. you know, it's been good. I think this, it's just it is what it is. It's common sense. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be rocket science, but in our world today, some of these things just appear to be. <laughs> they appear to be, yeah. you know, like common sense has gone out the door.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, to get a little political here. I mean, when when you when you can't say that. A man is a man and a woman is a woman. I mean, you know, when Mother's Day becomes Birthing Person's Day. Wait, I did not hear that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there was this movement afoot. Birthing uh, Persons? Yes, among some of the cultural folks. Because, you know, mother is is, uh, gender exclusive, you know.
0: You know what? I think that is so... Okay, I'm sorry. But this whole... All the stuff they're doing, especially to women, is actually so anti-woman. Yeah. To call it... Mother's Day has evolved somewhat to include almost really all women, right. because all women do play a mothering role, whether or not you have birthed someone. Mm-hmm. So to call it birthing day is actually more exclusive than not. So that, I'm sorry that I'm getting fired no, up, but that fine. makes me very angry. Because we finally got, you know, sometimes Mother's Day, we talked about this before, right. gets to feel a little bit hard. There are people who would love to be a mother and they're not, or they've right. lost a child or whatever. And so, you know, we've gotten to the place where we recognize the... The nurturing and the mothering of all women, mm-hmm. but no, now it's going to be birthing Sunday.
1: Yeah, because you know it's, it's part of the insane lack of common sense in the world. Right? Because they say, well, you know, not all women are what husband uh, not all mothers are women. Is how they put it. Oh, so yeah. yeah
0: see, again, that just so it just One takes woman. more and more from the some of the things that we have only can mm-hmm. do innately. You know, it is. It's amazing. It's, 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 it's absolutely right. crazy. And, I mean, if you want to go far political, you know, it would be the same with talking about, like, abortion as a women's freedom when, you know, we know yeah. for sure it hurts more. More girls are aborted by far in mm-hmm. the world. So it hurts girls. It hurts women emotionally and you know, it's just, it, it it gets me annoyed. But okay, this is not the topic for today. No,
1: no. But uh, it was kind of fun to see you go down there. <laughs> Thank I you. I enjoy that. Yeah. I
0: know you do. Okay. All right. Well, we are now going to talk about work and money. Do you want to start us off?
1: Yeah. yes. Yeah. So uh, work and money, you know, um, here's an interesting little factoid. That the book of Proverbs, uh, in the book of Proverbs, money, wealth, poverty, those kind of things. Yes. Money features more prominently in the book of Proverbs than in any other single book in the Old Testament.
0: That, okay, that doesn't and surprise so me too there's much. There's
1: approximately 520 Proverbs okay. in the book of Proverbs, and 150-something of them are uh, about 150, approximately, have to do with wealth and poverty. So that's about uh, about a third, about 30, 30% or so have to do with wealth and poverty, which is kind of astonishing. So well,
0: we, actually, but not so much when you think about the fact that we've often said Jesus also talked about money so much
1: yeah he almost did. more than anything else yeah well we, jesus spoke more about money than any other single topic uh including uh, heaven and hell itself he spoke except more about the kingdom money. of god i thought i right. thought except that yeah the kingdom it's of, the god. Kingdom
0: of god, right. god was the top right. so obviously from what you said about proverbs to what we just said about jesus obviously money is incredibly important and in how not how we deal with money is incredibly right. important in our lives yeah
1: and there's there's uh, also only one prayer in the entire book of proverbs there's only one prayer. It's in uh, chapter 30, and it goes like this Two things I ask of you, uh, hmm. deny them not before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God.
0: That's one of my favorite verses. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was the only prayer in Proverbs. The only
1: prayer, and it has to do in part with money.
0: And it's such a good prayer because it what it's basically saying is there are temptations on both ends of the mm-hmm. spectrum. If you have too much, yes, the temptation is to want more, be greedy, not use it well, all these things, and to not it, what what it says the temptation is is to not think you don't need God, right? You know, you think you're self sufficient, and on the other hand, to um, be poor can lead to some problems as well. Right. It can lead to maybe stealing or it can lead to, you know, uh, despair or yeah, desperation, hopelessness, right. you know. Yeah.
1: So that's interesting. You know, there's about a third of the book of Proverbs is about money. And the only prayer in the book of Proverbs is about money. So
0: asking very, for kind of a middle ground. Asking
1: for a middle ground. Yeah. Right. 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 And so one of the big points, you know, as we'll see as we go back and forth. Okay. Uh, one of the big points is that what you are is far more important than what you have. Hmm. So even though a lot of the book is about what you have, you know, have wealth and poverty, okay. still what you are is far more important than what you have. And so, you know, this is a passage from Proverbs 3 that we've looked at, I think, just about every week. Yes. But it's important to hear it again. So this is Proverbs 3, verses 5 and following. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Turn away from evil. It will be healing for your flesh and refreshment for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. And then your barns will be filled with plenty hmm. and your vats will be bursting with wine. Okay. And so it's a famous passage there. You know, he talks about trust in the Lord with all your heart. Uh, fear the Lord and then honor the Lord. And one of the ways you honor the Lord is with wealth. Right. And just a few verses after that, this is uh, Proverbs 3, verse 12 and verse 13 it says this blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding for the gain from wisdom is better than from silver hmm. and the gain from profit is better than gold mm-hmm. uh, and so as important as, as wealth and poverty money mm-hmm. is to the book of Proverbs uh, still though the most important thing is who you are I mean, righteousness you're standing before mm-hmm. God uh, that these things are better than than gold better than silver but they're still part of the ways that we honor, honor God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I know I always quote Dave Ransby, but he always says something about like, you know, if you're a jerk with no money, you're just a bigger jerk with money. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like you're, it's, your character doesn't necessarily change. Oh. Um, but yeah, it is about who you are. And you, I know, are have looked a lot at the verses that deal with wealth and poverty. Yeah, I was kind of taking it more. There's so many about being lazy mm-hmm. and working that just, so there's always there's always two distinct. You know, the fool and the wise person in Proverbs, the lazy part or the sluggard they're called, but the lazy person or the worker. And like mm-hmm. you said, uh, wealth and poverty. These dichotomies are really important.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know well, we can uh, a good segue between the two of them. Mm-hmm. You know uh, how uh, it is Proverbs 13. Okay. And this is verse 11. So let me flip my Bible to that spot there. Proverbs 13, verse 11, which says this Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, mm. but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Okay. And so, this idea of, you know, avoid get rich, yes, rich schemes. Yes. Definitely. Um,
0: and there are, you know, there are lots of those oh right my goodness, now, right? right? Yeah. And especially all these people that, you know, want you to sell stuff, you know, MLM type things. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, they are. Um, Kind of get, well, I guess they're not get rich schemes or quicks because you don't get rich quick, but you know, it's always like, well, you can just supplement your income and do all this mm-hmm. stuff, and oftentimes they. Don't do so well.
1: Yeah, there's always that friendly Nigerian prince who needs me to help him.
0: With the his friendly money. Nigerian prince, right. yes, is the big one today. And then this isn't a get rich quick scheme, but the, the car warranties oh my that goodness we get gracious. in yes, okay. Well, anyways, I also quoted something from uh, chapter 13 of Proverbs, which is a sluggard's appetite is never filled, but the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. Yeah. I like so that. I think there's something to hard work. There's mm-hmm. something about working hard for something. And we see that, like for instance, in our son. Um, mm-hmm. You know, He's now got this little, it's not little, but he's got a landscaping business and he's just grown, growing, 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 growing. Yeah. He mowed 22 lawns this weekend oh, really and he was so tired. He worked <laughs> two 12-hour days anyways um he loves to you know sometimes i'm just like oh, you know he's 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 always got to up his equipment and he's always Mm got to fix something or buy some new this or that and sometimes i'm like oh you know i'll help you out with that that you're working so hard and he's like no no i mean he likes to Mm -hmm. he likes to spend what he's earned put it back into the business or even he's just you know he wants the independence of having his own money and spending it the way he wants to
1: it is great to see Mm -hmm. you know it's fantastic to see because uh, you know, you and I, we, we were very academically focused in, in high school, uh, which is how we got to college and met where we didn't. You know? Yeah. Uh, and that's that's not really his thing. But boy, I tell you what, he has a great work ethic. Oh, yeah. Sports yeah. and work. Oh, yeah, my sports goodness. and
0: work. Yeah. And, and, I, and not to discount disqual- the girls, too. They both work very mm-hmm. hard. It's just that they do... Um, their jobs are not quite, so Yeah, <laughs> it's a little different. Yes.
1: But, you know, there's a great proverb, actually, about what you're talking about with okay. Sam. You mm-hmm. know, about his, his desire to reinvest his money, okay. you know, capital investment. Mm-hmm. There's actually a proverb about that. It's for, uh, Proverbs 14, 4. It goes like this. Uh, where there is no oxen, the manger is clean, mm. but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. And, I, you know, it's, I think it's a great proverb. So where there is no oxen, the manger is clean. In other words, you know, if there's no bull, there's no bull poop. They got to clean out of the manger, right, right? right? So where there's no ox in the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. And so this idea of, you know, if you want to, uh, if you want to make more, if you want to be able to sow more and okay. harvest more in your field, well, then you need to invest in the strength of the ox, knowing full well that there's going to be costs that come with that ox as well. Okay. And so this was one of those proverbs, you know, very early on when I was getting into, uh, to leadership and thinking intentionally about, okay, not just the academic side of, yep. of uh, preaching and, and leading a church, but then how do you actually, what what are the investments you need to make in a church to see the church grow? Okay. This is one of those proverbs that really uh, leapt out at me because it basically says, yeah, you know, if you don't want to get involved in these things, well, that's fine. But uh, but just know that there's, there's yeah, to, mm-hmm. grow, uh, there is a cost. Yeah, there's a cost. If you want to see things grow, there is a cost to that. There's an investment in that.
0: Yeah, I always kind of took that verse to be sort of a, an encouragement, like for a mom who has a lot of kids, because <laughs> like, if you have no oxen, yeah, there's no mess. That's uh-huh. great, you know, because when I used to be like, oh, I'm cleaning up toys all the time yeah. and, you know, there's no mess if you have no oxen, but you also don't get the benefit.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. It's true in both senses, I guess.
0: Uh, another great one is the whole a little sleep, a little slumber. I love that. A little yeah. folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity, like an armed man. Yeah,
1: that's a good one.
0: And you know, I just recently heard. Uh, I told you I was listening to this podcast about proverbs. I, f- I stopped doing that. I got to get back into that. I don't know what happened. Anyways, he was saying that this idea of the folding of the hands, the the word in hand, the word for hands, we don't have. I think you've mentioned before that they measured from the top of the finger to the elbow. Yeah. Is that
1: correct? Yes, yeah, so that's a cubit. Yeah. So, it.
0: but he said that's what this word that they translate as hands mm-hmm. is actually the whole.
1: It's like your, forearm, lower, arms, your yeah. lower arm your lower arm yeah.
0: and so when you say folding of the hands it's this defiant like crossing your arms oh, it's yeah. not cuz sometimes when you read that you say folding of the hands sounds like prayer to me you know but that's not what it's intended. it's a defiant like chest crossing oh, that's folding of the hands so that's, that's what he said yeah
1: i've always pictured uh you know someone kind of kicking back in a recliner with their hands folded exactly. on exactly yeah lasting. but his
0: yeah. his was point was was it's more than that uh-huh. it's like this because really when you think about these things a little sleep a little slumber i mean come on i love my sleep and oh, i love right. my slumber yeah. and i love my folding of the hands that's mm-hmm. prayer but that's that, that's not what we're getting at here yeah. god isn't saying that poverty will come to you with those things but this defiance you know
1: yeah yeah oh, that's great so uh, here's another one this is proverbs 21 5 okay the plans of the diligent lead mm-hmm. surely to abundance but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Right. And again, it's that idea of, you know, if, if you want things to grow, if, mm-hmm. if you want to succeed and you got to plan ahead what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you try to go for these get rich screams, it, it never works out. Mm-hmm. Yet, you know?
0: I will say like in today's world with so many people being entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that scares me. I'm just not good with that kind of risk and stuff. But certain type of people just really thrive on that. And it's like all in, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder how these verses kind of speak to that. Because you have to, in some ways, you have to kind of put yourself totally out there, right? And take some risks. And they're not get-rich-quick schemes, but they're not tried and true, right? No, no they're not. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I think what, what this particular one is going for is the, the sense of, you know, it. Um, it's a... The, the the plans of the diligent lead to the prosperity, yeah. so you have to actually plan things out. Yes, I mean, and uh, entrepreneurs and are of, very, um, or, you know, normally they're planned. Yeah, right.
0: exactly. That's like in twelve eleven says, those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies <laughs> have no sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, again, it takes work. Right? Yeah, it takes hard. Work. A lot of this is common sense. Yeah, I mean, it is all kind.
0: Co- all of it's common sense.
1: I mean, this is stuff our grandparents would say. Well, mm-hmm. let's go
0: into then what what our culture says is common sense right now, which is debt. Ah,
1: so you know, been perfect yeah. next segue.
0: Because yeah. you know, obviously, um, there was a time that going into any kind of debt was very much frowned upon, mm-hmm. right? And we're way past, you know, except for maybe a, like a mortgage or right. something. Right. But even so, I mean, there was a time where that wasn't even a thing. But um you know, now going into debt, I mean, it's just like who's not in debt, you mm-hmm. know, unless you're a lover of Dave Ramsey. Right. But basically, you know, credit card debt, car debt, um,
1: student, loan, student
0: debt. loan debt. I mean, it's very hard to find someone who's not in, in, in some kind of debt. Um, and so that's very unbiblical, though.
1: It is. Yeah. And there's a wonderful proverb about that. This is uh, Proverbs 22, 7. <clears throat> Um, the rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is the slave of the lender.
0: Yes, that's that's one of his favorite the borrower verses. Borrower is Dave Ramsey. the slave of the lender, yep, mm-hmm. and so
1: as you look at your debt, and you think to yourself, "Okay, well, I'm in, you know, I'm in hawk. I'm indebted. I'm, uh, I, I owe somebody right. this amount of money." Uh, and so, yeah, that, that is a that's a terrible. Uh, so you can become a our, slave
0: to your job because yeah. you can't change professions or anything mm-hmm. because of. Well then, how am I going to pay the car payment? How am I going to pay the house payment? How am I going to pay my kids? Blah blah blah. Right. And it's hard, you know. I mean, that's something that just go to Dave Ramsey if you need if you need yeah. help there. But we struggled. I mean, oh, we, gosh, yeah. you know, we ha- we are eight people on one income, and we didn't always really. Well, I kind of manage our finances, mm-hmm. so I should say I didn't really have a plan. It Was just kind of wishful thinking, and hopefully at the end, you know, hopefully the grocery bill didn't exceed the. <laughs> I don't know what, but um getting on a plan and that's the beauty of I think boundaries in in all the world and like even God's commandments. Once you have some boundaries, it actually gives you freedom yeah. rather than being captive. And so it's the same with finances. When you have a budget, you know, it it brings freedom to you because you're like, "Oh yeah, this is the money that I've said I'm spending on groceries mm-hmm. this month." So, hey, I'm going to the grocery store and I'm not like, "Oh shoot, like did I overspend on groceries?" Right? You know. Mm-hmm. No. It's right there. So, all as well, but that's sometimes we think, oh, that's so uncool. Like having a budget, I don't want to live like that. You know, it's not fun. But actually, it's, it's a so lot freeing. It's right. so freeing. Yeah,
1: it's a lot. I, don't know, I just flip for It's it's a, it's much much e- uh, easier to live when you know how much you actually have to live on. Right. You know, one of the old expressions they talk about in preaching is that it's easier to it's easier to live on the ninety on ninety percent than it is on a hundred percent for know? the
0: tithing. You mean? Yeah. For okay. The tithing. So explain so, what you mean by that.
1: And so the idea is that if um, uh, people who Um, when when we talk about tithing, when we talk about giving to uh, Mm -hmm. to the Lord, you know, giving 10% to the Lord, people think, oh my goodness, how am I going to possibly do that? I got to dial it back. But what you find is that when you set aside 10% of the Lord off the bat, and you give it to him, you find it's, you actually can live on the 90%.
0: Well, it makes you, it makes you more conscious of how to do that. Exactly. I think Right, if you're, so if you're saying, okay, 10% goes to him, then you're like, oh, well, I better figure out what's going to this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and therefore, yes. And you're not, by giving, that's the whole point of God asking us to tithe this so that we don't live right up to our limit. We, we always have something to give, and that right. frees us again from the being a slave to money or just being consumed by you know, this more, more, more mentality. Because yeah. you're giving it,
1: yeah. I guess that, that's what I was trying to get yeah. to. Is that it's, uh, you know, most of us in you know, human nature is you try to go right up to the boundary. And yes. So if if you're spending a hundred percent of your paycheck, you know, uh, month after month after month, you have Living no margin paycheck to paycheck. Right.
0: And actually, most of I, I would go further than saying most people actually live beyond. Yeah. There beyond there. Yeah. I Means so, so that's not good. And so right. it's
1: actually easier if you if you make an intentional decision. Okay, we're going to give ten percent right. you know, to the Lord. And then you, you give that to him and you learn to live on the 90 that's left behind it's mm-hmm. actually easier to do that right than it is just to live right up to the yes to the very boundary that's of your paycheck point. every week knowing that all it takes is you know one good car repair in here exactly and that's another trouble.
0: stat they always quote is that they said you know something like eighty percent of Americans or something couldn't handle a emergency you know which every car problem is a $400 there's no (laughs) car problem that's not or you know a $400 emergency well of course we drive very old cars so maybe maybe not but yes anyways That's the situation there. Okay, well, what else do we have? We want to wrap it up? What do we have?
1: Yeah, so those are all the ones I wanted to look at. Okay. I wanted to end with, you know, neither a borrower nor a lender be. That's a great one.
0: Yes. No, wait, what was oh, I'm it? Oh, sorry, that was actually no. Shakespeare. Yeah. I'm like, what? That, was, uh, no, we, that, that, was I, that did not hit my ears right as a Bible. <laughs> no, that, that was Shakespeare. Uh, what, what, what is it?
1: Uh, it's from The Merchant of Venice. Um, But that's... Uh,
0: Say it again, though. I missed it. Because I was thinking neither that's Neither a borrower nor a lender be. Oh, neither a bar. Yes, neither yeah. a borrower nor a lender. Yeah, that's from be. the Merchant of Venice. Yes, but that's a biblical concept. It's, it's a biblical, just biblical not concept, right? There, right yes. But the
1: idea is that the slave, uh, the the borrower, slave to the lender. That's mm-hmm. the proverb. The borrower, yes. slave to the lender. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a biblical idea. You know, just avoid that that debt if you can.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you know we should just make wrapping up with one point. The actual Old Testament teaching, you know, was. Somewhat of the probably the best sort of welfare situation that ever there was because first of all poor people could come And they could glean they could mm-hmm. get some food off of someone else's land They couldn't use a tool to do it because mm-hmm. that would be stealing they could Take they could what glean, they could
1: just with their hands. Yeah, or, and
0: if, or if it had fallen to the ground, mm-hmm. so fruit or whatever so they could take that and then every seven years mm-hmm. What happened again? It was all There's the debts were restored the, yeah. or blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So they had this system of caring for everyone mm-hmm. um, without the way we do it, which is sometimes it, it more encourages people not to work. Like right now we're having a problem in our country where the, we're giving um, unemployment benefits mm-hmm. to such an extent that like in Bernie, all the little restaurants and stuff can't find anybody to come in
1: and No, they can And, and that, you know, that was nationwide. There was a yes. report last week that on uh, new jobs added. There were... They missed the mark by uh, seven hundred thousand jobs. Exactly. Now the debate is why, but most people think it's because, well, the, the unemployment benefits are home. so generous yes. that you can just it's cheaper. It uh, makes more economical sense to stay home than to work. Which right. Is and crazy.
0: well, it is crazy, and it's also sad because we see the dignity in work, and we see when people don't work, it, it causes issues. Yeah. It causes uh, you know depression and more isolation. I mean, that's not a direction we want to be going in after years of being you know contained and not working and all these kind of things i mean that's a real problem loneliness and isolation and and a lack of good meaningful work also
1: yeah i agree okay well well good so we're speaking about work we're going to take a little break from work for a couple weeks (laughs) not (laughs) work just this
0: podcast you're still going to work tomorrow aren't you
1: i guess i have to (laughs) okay
0: yes and i still have like laundry to do and yeah meals to cook. So we're not taking a break from work, but we're taking a break from this podcast for a little bit to get our daughter graduated, etc. And we look
1: forward to talking to you sometime later. Thank you. Thank you.